Hello. Hello. <laughs> series three of SNT. Brand new series, brand new start. We're again. We're back. We're back. Yeah, so I thought this episode we could talk about the past, some of our favourite remakes. Uh, obviously remakes are a big thing nowadays, like Spyro and Crash and all the, the Resi games. People love a remake. I thought we could talk about some of our favourite remakes. Well, do they love a remake? Well, that's a question. God, first of all, how do you feel about remakes? Remasters? So this is the thing. So um, just to clarify, um, when me and Sam talk about remakes or remasters, we are talking about one in the same, I think. Mm-hmm. So it, there's not much of a distinction, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, the game's n- never going to be exactly the same. Otherwise, they just wouldn't remake it in the first place. So, um, yeah. So we, we consider them to be the same. Um, but I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't say that remakes are technically popular. In most cases, people want to just leave well enough alone. And you see this in a lot of films, particularly. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree. I think I, there's, there's a lot more game remakes that I prefer as opposed to film remakes because there are some fucking shit film remakes. It either has to be marketed correctly. So what I mean by that is if you're going to change the game and the way it actually flows and maybe some of the story elements then you need to make that really public otherwise you're going to get people's backs up and they're going to buy the game and be like actually it's not a remake it's a re reimagining it's like actually all right do you know what I mean like so i feel like if it has for it, for it to be done correctly it needs to be really public if they are going to change certain bits yeah i mean i, th- I think as well i think i would say I think you're right. I, I mean, I definitely class remakes and remasters as the same thing. But I guess a remaster is when you kind of completely rebuild something, whereas a remake is more just. Uh, sorry, a remake is like <laughs> you completely say. build it from scratch. Yeah, yeah. Whereas a remaster is like it's kind of polished and improved and like turn it into HD kind of thing. And, but I mean, I, I count them as the same thing. But yeah, I, I do as well. You're right. There, there, there is a difference, definitely. The difference, but it's, it's such a small distinction, and it's down to opinion, really. You know. Yeah. But um, there have been some games which I would have liked to have seen remastered, which never really came about. And there were some rumours about th- certain ones, but I don't know. For, for me, a remaster needs to be as good as the original and better for them to be successful. Yeah, it kind of it needs to do kind of two things. It needs to take people back to the time before, so they're kind of like reliving the experience. So it can't be too different, but also it needs to be different enough so that it's not just a copy and paste of the exact same thing. It needs to be, you know, look modern and you know, be more fluid and things like that. So yeah. I mean, a great example. Jump straight into it. I mean, this isn't one of my one of my choices, but a great example is something like you know the Crash games, like. Yeah, it's, it it captures the nostalgia of the original. I feel like it's probably aimed towards as well. I think part of it is them trying to capture younger, newer audiences as well as sort of the nostalgia of the old nineties kids. Yeah, completely. Because there's people like you and me that grew up with it that you can enjoy those games. Yeah. But then there's people like there's kids that have never even heard of Crash Bandicoot that are seeing this for the first time. Yeah. 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 Completely. Completely. So yeah, I think. Um, for me, they work on a certain level. There are some which I think probably have flopped and just... I don't know, I mean, it's a delicate balance, like we said. For me, anyway, it's mm. a delicate balance. If you're going to remake something, it's got to be a big AAA title in the past, you know? Yeah, it's got to, it's got to have a reason, isn't it? It's got to have a reason that it needs to be kind of remade. 
Yeah, I mean, when people, they, they, they probably go through the list, I can imagine, pick and choose ones which they believe were fan favourites. Um, you've said Crash, Spyro, you know. Yeah, stuff like Crash and Spyro. I mean, probably one of my favourite kind of remakes, remasters, whatever you want to fucking call it, <laughs> is uh, Resident Evil 2. Yep. So Resident Evil 2 isn't my, it's not my favourite Resident Evil game growing up, but the remake for Resi 2 on the PS4 and the Xbox it's just so, so well done. Like the graphics are amazing, but it's just terrifying as well. If it's done such a good job. Yeah. Resi 3 was kind of alright, but it's more of an action game. But the Resi 2 remake is so good. I remember on the PS1, it had two discs. One disc was for the bloke, and then the second disc was for the, for the, uh, the woman. And they've kind of brought that into the remake. There's two story modes. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it just looks... Fucking freaky. I mean, that's not something you would play, probably, is it? I guess. Well, I've played Resident Evil. Uh, I want to say five. I don't know five, which number it was. Yeah. Um, five. But it wasn't with, really. With yeah, it wasn't really a horror then. It was more action. No. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think one of the one of the scariest games I've ever played. I've given Dead it some Space. a go. Uh, yeah, Dead Space. I don't know. There, there, there was a few, I think, back in the day. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, then. So, if you know, if you could choose any kind of game to be remade, then which ones would you choose? Well, I've got um, I've gone ahead and done. Well, I've got a list, and not a long list. It's only like a handful, but games which it's only forty-two games. <laughs> yeah, but um, and you may have played some of these, you may not have done. And this this isn't. I sort of wanted to remove my own personal opinion out of it a little bit, so I thought about. What do other people actually? What 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 in the past has been sort of shouted about, and people have been like, actually, yeah, that'd be good. So, I've tried to sort of remove as much as possible my personal opinion out of it, but there probably is a little bit of element in that still. But um, so one of the games I've got here, and it's an old N sixty four game. And it's Goldeneye because okay, I feel like yeah. I feel like that hype for that game, even though it wasn't particularly big. The fame of that game is really still is still like when people mention N sixty four, they instantly think of two games, right? It's either Ocarina of Time or it's Goldeneye, and I feel like yeah. if they kept if they updated the graphics, but they kept sort of like the clunkiness of it and sort of the fun element, because I don't know if you played it, but you could do like paintball, you could do like massive heads, and it had all the cheat codes and stuff, and there was all the malarkey around the golden gun, and it's like for me, I feel like that game bring it up to like modern day with the same sort of background and music and stuff and the sort of the way it looks I feel like that'd be a really big game to sort of like remaster yeah I think a lot of people you know that's a big part of their childhood I mean the one thing I remember from that is the bloody controls are shocking well that's the thing I think they should try and keep a little bit like that funny clunkiness the the camera movement being at like sensitivity like 20 or whatever is like reduced all that sort of stuff. Like, I feel like it's uh, they should try and keep that characteristic, but just update it so you can actually see what's going on rather than sort of looking at squares. You know, um, I don't know. I just, uh, in my opinion, I feel like that's been they've redone loads of Zelda's, they've done Super Mario, yeah, done yeah. Sonic and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like Goldeneye was left behind in a way. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That's a really good point. Do you know, one I'm surprised they haven't done is Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, I mean. There's a few which have sort of left in the 
behind in the sort of time capsule of the N64. And uh, it made yeah. it made the N64 really big back then. That's, uh, that's I mean, I, I never had one. I, I was PS1, but I, I always wanted Nintendo 64. They've literally just re- uh, released a remake now of the, uh, it's the Super Mario 3D Trilogy. It's come out on the Switch. Yeah. And it's uh, Super Mario 64 from the... Nintendo 64, mm. Super Mario Odyssey from the Wii, and Super Mario Sunshine from the GameCube. It's a, a remake of all, all those three on the Switch. I feel like sort of James Bond was left behind in a, in a big way anyway, because the, the games were on the PS2, and then they just stopped, I think. Yeah. What was the one with Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, that's uh, GoldenEye, and um, they had one called The World Is Not Enough. One started off in the snow, and the other one was some more like corridors and... Uh, I don't know how to explain the other one, but Gold, GoldenEye is the more famous of the two. It started off the whole franchise, really, on game. Mm. Did you ever play a game called Forty Winks? Yes. How, how well do you remember it? Not, not at all, really. I know I played it. I know you got to collect people. I think find people, collect people. No, yes, no, no, no. it's the one with you, you got to like collect the little uh, winks. Yeah. Which are like, the little night creatures that help people have good dreams, basically. And you had to play as the two kids, yeah, uh, Ruff yeah. and something, yeah. the boy and the girl. And you had to go through like, different dream worlds. Yeah. And uh, you had like different powers, like some were flying. And based on the dream world you were in, you had different powers, like a robot suit and all that. And I just remember that being a really fun game. That freaked the shit out of me as well. But I really, really liked that game growing up. That's something I would like to see a remake of. 40 Winks. Yeah. And it just felt... It just felt really original. I don't feel like they make like original games anymore. But there's a few on the. Uh, there's a few older games. I feel like they could just package together in like an arcade package. Yeah. Like um, there's a handful. Like there was one. Not, this isn't on my list, but there was a game which was like a demo game I got from Blockbuster. Um, Blockbuster, bloody hell! And uh, there you going back? Yeah, and it was called Rascal. And basically, this kid went around rooms collecting items, but he, his gun, his powers, was the the strength of his bubble gun. And um, it was really, uh, I don't know, I, I sort of got, got quite into it. The the old arcadey games now probably represent the full games back in the day, so it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to have like all of these arcade games remastered in some sort of package and people would just pay £34.99 or something for it. And um, you get like 10 arcade retro games on the PlayStation or something. Well, that's the sad thing. Like These games are now being considered almost retro games. Oh well, yeah, times. To me, a retro it. game is like uh, something from the bloody like seventies and eighties. But it's it's true that they are almost retro games. They're like twenty years old. It's mad. So talking about blockbuster really quick, I think that's another thing. It's like kids being born now. You know, kids that are kind of like teenagers now. Whatever. They've not got. They've got no clue what like a video store is. And that was I don't know about you, but I used to go there all the time as a kid. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I used to. I I remember distinctly there was. Uh, it was always the picture I chose. I didn't really, I didn't care about the 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 rating on the videos. I was looking at more like the picture. The picture was like what I chose. So, um, funny enough, things like Blade One was on VHS. There was um, there was one which I shouldn't have picked, and my dad put it back for me. It was like Hollow Man, which was like a, a bloke who turns invisible and starts killing everyone on on this station <laughs> or something. There was there was loads of things like that. It was like loads of like it was always the picture I chose. And um, and when Blockbuster started to get a reputation for being expensive and the blockbuster card didn't really give any benefits. There was a second. I don't know. If, I don't know if in the United States or anything anywhere else it actually started opening up, but they opened up a, a brand in the UK called Choices. Was that in the Oval? There was one in the Oval, and there was one in the Old Town where Costa is today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, 
it was the same thing, but essentially they started adding in DVDs and stuff, and he didn't have to worry about the Blockbuster membership. And and let's be honest, it, I don't think there was a parent out there who didn't delay taking the DVD back, if at all. So oh, um, Of course, of course. But name engineer choices in the Oval, that's where we used to go, like every kind of Friday or Saturday, whatever, we'd, we'd go and rent a movie. That was like a big thing back then, like a big family thing, let's go and get like rent a movie. Yeah, yeah, I used to I love walking around it. It doesn't really happen anymore. No, it doesn't. I mean... Um, there was there've been, there've been some attempts to sort of start up again, but more like online. So it was like I think there was one called West, Total West. Film. What, there was one point. There was yeah. one called Love oh, Film. Lo- Love Film. Yeah. And, well, they got bought by Netflix. <laughs> yeah, as I'm saying, they all just got bought out. And um, at the end of the day, like Netflix and Amazon Prime, whatever it is, and uh, Disney Now was it? Was it, was it was Disney it? Plus? Disney Plus, whatever. Um, and now TV. They're basically like online versions of Blockbuster, and no, so no wonder it went digital, to be honest. But um, yeah, I mean, they were like you said, no one remembers them anymore. But I, I no. they're part of my childhood still. I mean, I've got some. I used to, I used to absolutely love it. Like I remember going like choices. You had all the cardboard cutouts. And I remember every single yeah. time I'd dis- I'd disappear and I'd go off either to the horror section or the porn or section. To the, or to the porn section, and my yeah. mum and dad would come and pull me away. You shouldn't be over there. <laughs> Everyone sort of knew as well. Like I, sometimes I was sort of as a kid went to that aisle and then pretended I was looking at something else, and yeah, yeah, yeah. out the corner of my eye, I'd just turn my head and be like, "Tits." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, I got some vivid memories of trying to sneak over and see that stuff. That's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. I feel like stuff like that doesn't really happen anymore. I sound like such an old man, then I. Same Back as, in my day. No, no, same, it was same as news agents. You know, you go in there, get a, a whisper bar, or before they were got pulled back out, or um, and a pack of Pokemon cards, or a Mars bar, and you know, as you did as a kid, you sort of walk around the magazines and look up to the top shelf and see more tits. <laughs> <laughs> top shelf magazines. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll stay here for a bit longer. Yeah, take take time. And then we time. discovered the internet. Yeah, but um. <laughs> We've diverged massively from our... We've got a massive sidetrack. Right. We've got to bring it back. Bring my, it back. My second game for... Well, not like there's like 20 of these. There's six, actually. But um, I've got down here... I don't know if you've ever played it. Killzone. Now, this is a big oh, game yeah, on yeah, PlayStation. On yeah, big game on PS2. And um, it finished on Killzone 3, I want to say, on PlayStation 3. But they've never yeah. really sort of managed to get it quite right after the fill of the first two. So um, I think they should just completely remaster or remake the entire trilogy from scratch because the idea was really really good fighting the hell ghast and there was like different planets colliding it i thought the whole prompt like premise of it was quite good actually i really yeah, i really liked killzone in the ps2 that's one of the first ps2 games i had yeah so that's on my room because that's been that used to be a playstation uh exclusive so like your resistance fallen man your kill zone they were like starters on the ps3 um, well, that's a, that's another one you mentioned really quick. Resistance Fall of Man. What yeah. happened to that? So there was three. It was absent, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. So PS4. N- number one made a fantastic impact, right? Uh, it was like the start of the PlayStation Three. It was a really good game. It was based in England as well in World War Two, uh, but an American soldier. Um, and basically, during the story goes, in the middle of World War Two, the aliens um, began invading, and uh, basically, it's like it's just a different take on history, essentially, and. Um, but because it's based on that sort of time, it's quite interesting. I find history quite interesting. So, But it was made a massive impact. And then 2 made a sort of all right impact. You know, people were interested in number 3. And then 3 just went really weird. It went sort of like too far into the... It was just too much overkill. It was like, you know when someone gets so powerful, it's like, oh, okay, it's just stupid now. Like, it started off like a grounded, realistic 
first person shooter in World War Two times to a bloke who has superpowers and it's like it was ridiculous. So it just sort of fell on its ass, I think, to be honest, to answer that question. It just didn't didn't really it just didn't really go anywhere. Like the story fell apart and I think they couldn't really recover from it, if I'm honest. Number one was fantastic. Yeah. The fresh yeah, genre, fresh really, game. I don't really remember them. It was fresh. You talk about sort of um you, you mentioned like a few podcasts ago about on the PlayStation there's none of these like brand new Resistance at the time was brand new. Resistance Fallen yeah, Man was a brand new idea. take on Yeah, and it's fantastic. But they just didn't carry it through. I think they rushed it, if I'm honest. But Killzone for yeah. me should be remade. Okay, that's a good one. Killzone. I'll, I'll definitely play that. Did you ever play well, I know you did. Croc. Yes. Legend of the Gobbos, Croc yep. on the PS one. Yeah. That was good. That was a good little platform, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. I mean, there was there was a few Croc games. I think two was yeah, there Croc was. two. Yeah, I remember Croc two. I think the on the cover he's in like a minecart. Croc. Minecart. Minecart. He's in like a minecart, and there's like the gobos behind him. Yeah, I mean, uh, that and um, and Gex were sort of the same in a way. Even like lizard based. They were similar. They were really really similar. Gex was a bit more scary, haunted. Well, they were just. Yeah, they were just decent platformers, weren't they? And it's I, I kind of put them at the start. I put them in the same category as like Crash and Spyro. Yeah, I did. And uh, they just kind of nothing happened to them. They just never materialised again. Yeah, I don't really know what happened to them. They were decent. There are a few franchises like that. Like, um, so I've got one on my list, right? And I don't know if you played this or not. And we've this will be the first time we've mentioned it. But I remember playing them religiously, and that was the Prince of Persia games. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, if you think about that concept now, like, really nice graphics based in, like, what is now Iran, but obviously, like, uh, it's called Persia in the old world. Um, mm. Like, a bloke who can sort of manipulate time and his, like, enemies were based, like, in you know, extra reality and stuff. And the, the moves and the way you... It was like... Um, if you think about Dark Souls, it was like that. You have to find save points. So it was like... The, back in the day, though, like... Um, wells i think they were called you know full of water and you take a sip and that'd be a save point and it was, it was done like really well it was quite a hard game for a kid actually um but i feel like prince of persia on the new console would be a really good statement to make that's a really good shout that's a, that's a really good shout because that was a trilogy that, of games yeah yeah i think I, I vaguely remember the last one but that went quite weird i found not weird but they, they took a real big u-turn because the first one was quite playful and innocent yeah and the second one if I remember it went a bit brutal so it went from Prince of Persia and it went the second one was called Sands of Time and the third one was called The Two Thrones I think or Two Thorns or something but um, essentially sounds um, about right but yeah he ended up sort of t- making a pact and getting like a dark side of himself it's similar to the U-turn you talk about with Jack and Daxter number one really Daxter, innocent number yeah. two went full on like emo um, but yeah, I mean, Prince Persia. What the fuck happened to that? Yeah, another thing disappeared. Oh, hold on a minute. There's a Sands of Time remake coming out next year. Oh, <laughs> is it? There we go. Yeah, there is. There seriously is. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We foresaw there it. Go. Foresaw it. There we go. Yeah, Prince Persia. I mean, if you're talking about the PS2 then, one that I've mentioned a few times that means quite a lot to me, that I think would benefit so much from a remake, is Silent Hill 2. Yeah. Because it's such a good game, it's terrifying, but the only issue is it's got that clunky PS2 feel. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
when it first came out, it was like groundbreaking. But now you look at it, and it's like it's it's still a brilliant game. It's just not aged very well. Yeah, so I'm one of these people that says who say like graphics aren't everything, but there is a limit <laughs> to that, I suppose. Yeah, completely, completely. It's it's more about like the dodgy cam like camera angles we used to have. PlayStation Two was the last time we saw a lot of trilogies and a lot of good games. Like, I'm not just saying it. Like, we talk about it all the time, but Time Splitters. Time Splitters is brilliant. What I mean, that Time was Splitters a qual- is really, really good. What a game that was! Like, it was fun. It had like hundreds of different modes, hundred different characters. Like, it was like instant respawn. It was like, I don't know. It was that game. Trilogy really, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, literally. Um, the last one was like, called Future Perfect. Future Future Perfect. Yeah, I remember that. And I feel like that yeah, game. game. Because they were talking about doing a number four, and then the game company itself, I think, went bankrupt. Because there was a, I wish I kept more. I used to keep PlayStation Two magazines, um, and in there they had a picture of uh, one of the key characters in Tyler. It was like a monkey, and the monkey had different costumes. It was like a ninja monkey and a karate one, whatever. But there was like a Master Chief one, and it was like Tyler's four. And it's like the company actually went bankrupt, lost all its money, so they stopped oh, doing right. Time Splitters. Um, but it's weird, like that was such a popular game, and uh... yeah, that was decent. That was decent. That had a really good like uh, competitive mode as well, like like a yeah. FPS versus mode. Yeah, honestly, like that that could be a really good multiplayer game to kick off the new generation with. You know, I'd buy it. Yeah, I'd buy it as well. Fucking so many. That's, that's a that's a good shout. That's a good shout. I kind of feel that. Go back really quickly now. Think about it. I kind of feel like Prince of Persia turned into Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I kind by of that. feel that's where they went with it because I think it might be the same studio. I think, you know, if they had them side by side, I think they'd do them, themselves a favour in a way. It just had different elements, like the the wall walking and um, the time elements, as well as like the combat was quite slow as well, which is yeah. quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you ever play a game called Rayman? Yeah, hard, on the PS1. hard game. Yeah. Yeah, so that was like really cartoony and kiddie, wasn't it? Yeah. Brilliant game. Really, really, really good game. Fucking hard, like you just said. I remember getting really frustrated. I think that might be the game that sparked my gamer rage. Yeah. <laughs> when I was growing up. But Rayman was quality. And the sequel to that, Rayman 2, Great Escape. Yeah. they done a 360 on that because Rayman 1 was really innocent and kiddie. Rayman 2, they made 3D and it became quite brutal like people getting kidnapped and murdered and it was really dark yeah but Rayman 1 and Rayman 2 were brilliant like they were seriously good some of the decision making like can be rectified if they just brought it back out with a new feel to it I feel like even though they've been left behind some of these games like if they did decide to in an ideal world remake these games I feel like they'd have to probably tone it down a bit compared to what it was then in some cases which might ruin it in a way yeah, I, I get that. I've got um one on here which you mentioned before, um, and I think it's probably a a game again a franchise which fell by the wayside, but it's because it didn't really change with the times. However, I feel like if it was brought back, it would make a good staple as a remake, and that would be Medal of Honor Frontline. Yeah, because I feel like even though World War Two games have been done to death. I feel like the brand, the brand Medal of Honor, and the word Frontline as a remake still holds quite a bit of weight, especially with like the fact you started off on the Normandy beach and you sort of went through. It was a really good 
It was probably the best Medal of Honor game. In fact, it, it was the it was it was the best one they ever did. Um, I don't with everything going modern now. So Call of Duty going modern, Battlefield going modern. You know, I feel like that World War Two game is going to be a little bit empty for a while. So I feel like even if the Medal of Honor sort of shot in there and did a remaster of Frontline, I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, that's a really good shout. I I, mean, I kind of feel like why them with Prince Persia becoming Assassin's Creed. I kind of feel like they've turned Medal of Honor into Call of Duty. Yeah, that's, originally there's two different like lines, yeah, you know. Yeah. Medal of Honor had yeah, that. Medal of Honor definitely had that upper hand in the PlayStation Two, and then it went from they made the best decision they could, and went to Modern Warfare and Call of Duty, and it just changed the whole game. They just they they literally took over from there. Yeah, looking back, there was some there was some really good games in the PS Two, weren't there? I think this is why the PlayStation Two's got the, the reputation from the best ever console, because like. Um, not only did you have the replayability of the PlayStation 1 in the PS2 with all the old PS1 games, but you also had um, some amazing brand new concepts on the PS2. And like, um, they talk about the jump from this console to the next one. But if you look at the PlayStation 1 to the PS2, that's a big jump as well. Like, you started off, yeah, you started off playing Crash Bandicoot 1 and Rayman and Croc. And then you go to things like, you said, Killzone and Prince of Persia. And it's like a massive GTA jump. GTA 3? Yeah, massive, massive jump. Vice City. Yeah, you look back now, you can sort of see in hindsight the cut game company's decision making was wrong and right in certain aspects. Yeah, it sort of broke these games or made them in a way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, one I can't count it in the list of like my favourite remakes, but I think one of the best games that they've remade about ten different times would be uh, Skyrim. Yeah, I've played that on the Switch. The PS3, the PS4, the Xbox 360, and the PC. <laughs> well, they've made um, I think that's sort of part of the meme around that game now. Like, they there's not one platform they're not on, and there's not one way they can remaster it because like, and it, I don't think it would make make much sense anyway to remaster it now. Um, no, it wouldn't make sense because they've got this Elder Scrolls which might come out in the next forty years. I don't know when, but uh, forty years. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Fuck me. Yeah. Eleven, eleven, that's eleven. Like that game two, came out. Two thousand and ten, isn't it? 2011. Yeah, and literally, like, you're almost 10 years down the line. We've went a whole generation of console without an Elder Scrolls. It's like, fuck. <laughs> well, just praying to God it doesn't turn into Grand Theft Auto. What do you like, mean? We get, well, we get a whole new bunch of consoles, and it's like they market it as a brand new game, like they're oh, done with GTA. Nah, hopefully not. <laughs> GTA 5, again. Yeah, see, that's, this is the thing, like, you're flogging a dead horse now. Like, um, it was good to begin with, but. If you haven't played or heard of GTA Five now, mate, you're fucking too too late down the line for people to start joining it. To be honest, but um, the last game I had um, is a PC game. You've probably heard of the genre um, or the sort of title of it. Um, it is Command and Conquer. Now, oh yeah, yeah, these were big, big um, RTSs, real-time strategy games <coughs> in. <laughs> in the 90s and the you know early 2000s and there's so many games that came out of Command and Conquer you had Red Alert Red Alert 2 Tiberian Sun you had Firestorm you had like Tiberian Wars all of these amazing Command and Conquer games and they were the leader in one of these in like the RTS world for a long long yeah. time and they haven't remade them they fucking stopped on the 360 uh, not like I'd have it on console anyway but if you had like a remaster of Tiberian Sun for example there's a whole community out there who wants Command and Conquer to like come back. You know, they, they attempted a mobile version. Fuck off, mobile. That's what I'd say. Um, <laughs> but like, 
for me, like a massive, massive franchise just wasted. Like, yeah, that's a good point. I, there's not a lot of RTSs on there, like consoles. The only ones that I can think of, yeah, it would be Ruse on the Xbox 360. Yeah. And the uh, the Halo one, I can't what it's called now. Yeah, Halo Wars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Halo Wars, that's it. So yeah, they're both really good then. And um, I, I know what you mean, though. It's like the ones that work, work. But like, they are few and far between. Like, they're, they're so rare to get a good RTS on a console. And that's purely because it's more difficult. You have to think of all the sort of short, short keys and command keys on the PC, transfer that into a controller setting. You know, it's not going to be the same. Um, I mean, if you for, to have an in an in-depth RTS is not possible purely because if you if you take like Rome Total War for example, there's like a whole side of like diplomacy and like strategy and assassinations and like the, the, for an RTS to go onto an, a console and to be good it has to be quite a simplistic RTS, like Halo Wars and like Ruse and stuff. And I feel like it works. When, like I said, when it works, it works, but. I wish there was more because it's one of my favourite genres of games to play. RTS. Yeah, you're quite into them, aren't you? I love them. Yeah, and I've always wanted a really good PC, purely. To, and it sounds a bit extreme, but just to play decent RTSs. Do you know when I see these RTSs? They say um, Total War Britannia or Total War like Alexandria. And it's like, oh fucking hell, these sound quality. I'm into my history. I'm into my wars. Like, I'd, just, I'd love. I'd love <laughs> you know, to. Uh, I, 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 I bloody love war. No, honestly, I would. I'd like. I'd, I'd really <laughs> want to relive those battles, you know, and zoom right in, see people getting battered, and I don't know. I love all that. No, I'll get that, mate. I mean, you you do need to upgrade your PC. Well, I just need a. It's full, I just need a PC. Yeah, it's literally. So, yeah, I've had this laptop since two thousand and eight, I think. I am impressed. It's lasted that long. Well, it's. I I think it's. On its last thread, if I'm honest, the, it's the same one that you fell, yeah, that you fell on off the top of the bus shower, yeah. <laughs> and um, so, for me to click file and save, it'll take about I think probably about two minutes for the save button to come up. So that's what we're talking about. Like that's the sort of Jesus it, Christ. And it's because I'm stingy in a way. In some ways, I'm really generous with my money. You know this anyway, just to diverge a little bit. In some ways, I'm really generous with my money. First person to buy a pint, whatever. But in other ways, I am a stingy bastard because, like, things like my phone case, my wallet, my laptop, my car door, I'm really stingy in certain aspects, but really generous in others. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, honestly, it's really... It car doors, eh? It's a really weird... Like, it's almost like the priorities are a bit different when it comes to money for me. Not in a bad way, just I'm saying, like, definitely is an upgrade. <laughs> so. 12 years is impressive. That is bloody impressive. Go on, I got, I got one more. I got one more. So this is a game that I played as a kid. I played this game with my dad all the time, which was it's what first got me into fighting games. So just before I picked up Soul Calibur on the PS One, I played a game called X Men Newton Academy, and that's when I found my love for fighting games. And I used to make my dad when I was about seven or eight years old. I used to make my dad come up to my room play X-Men Mutant Academy with me and even as a kid I used to beat the shit out of him in this fighting game and he used to get so stroppy he'd be like god what's the point of me playing you if you're just going to beat me all the time and he'd storm off 
Sounds like you. But I loved. Except, mate, that's where I got it from. That's where I got it from. But I loved, honestly, I loved that game. That was such a good fighting game. X Men def- Mutant Academy. There's, there's definitely no grace and defeat in the Far Family. <laughs> there's not. There's not. Like, if you don't win, what's the point, eh? Taking parts, all that matters, yeah, is it? Fucking bollocks. <laughs> no one second place. Oh, uh, well. And on that note. <laughs> yeah. Nice short, sweet episode. And uh, let us know what your games are to be remade or remastered. Um, we won't count Final Fantasy because technically that is a reimagining. That's why we didn't mention it today. But um, yeah, but yeah, put in the comments below what your favourite games yeah. are to be remade and remastered. And um, follow us on Spotify and Instagram and follow our YouTube channel. And we yeah. will speak to you next week. See you later.